Welcome and thank you for joining us here at Life Central. If you want to know more about who we are and what we're all about, check out our website, lifecentral.org.za or like, follow and subscribe to our social media channels. We hope this message speaks into your life and that you will find meaning and purpose through it, guiding you through your daily life. On a Friday, late afternoon, early evening, as the week winds down and kind of comes to a halt, my wife, myself, and my little son, we, uh, we kind of close the doors, <laughs> hide the phones, switch ourselves off to the outside world. We'll go and get dressed into anything comfortable. More often than not, it ends up being our pajamas, but um, we'll just get ourselves really comfortable. And then we'll go and get into the kitchen and we'll chat and we'll talk about what everyone would like to eat. And once we've decided, we'll then get together and just enjoy a really good meal together. And that's kind of what our Friday evenings tend to look like. It's in those moments that we allow all the stuff of the week to just be put on hold. You know the stuff I'm talking about. All that negative stuff that wants to consume your heart and your mind all the way through the weekend. We just allow ourselves to let go of it and we don't have to think about it for that time. And we just enjoy each other. That's it. And we try to ensure that what we do for the next 24 hours isn't draining to us, but that it fills us up. Now, when I say fills us up, I mean fills us up emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Do we always get this right? <laughs> no. No, we don't always get this right. But the intention is there. And when we do get it right, it's really really good for us. It's like that moment of just recharging our batteries um, as we just visit together. It's, it's being able to let go of, of, of all the tired, all the hurt, all the frustration that may have come during that week. And right there together to just find God's heart for our lives and for the lives of those around us once again for the week to come. And that's God's design for our lives, guys and ladies. That's His idea for our lives. If we, if we look at the creation account in the book of Genesis chapter 2, the text reads like this. This is what the text says. It says, So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished His work of creation. So, He rested from all His work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy. 
because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. You see, as we read that text, we see that built into the rhythm of creation by the creator himself is a day, <laughs> a day that is set apart for rest. And it's like our souls are hardwired for that rest. It's like it longs for that rest. For a moment, stop and think about it. Think about advertising. Think about how advertising pitches anything to you and to me today. No matter what they're selling, they promote whatever they're selling with images of rest. You see, marketers know that you and your heart aches for rest and that you don't have it. <laughs> The crazy part is that you don't need to spend all kinds of money that you don't have, that you would have to go and work overtime for in order to get it, in order to go and buy that thing that they're marketing. No, no, in reality, all you need to do is you just need to Sabbath. For some of you, that may be a brand new word. But ultimately, the word Sabbath in Scripture, in Hebrew, is, is the word Shabbat. And there are four ways to translate this word Shabbat into English. And from those translations, we get the four movements of Shabbat. Four translations are stop, rest, delight and worship stop rest delight and worship and as we look at that first translation of the word shabbat stop stop it's the most literal meaning of the word shabbat is to just stop you stop and sabbath it's a verb. It's a doing word. It requires a bit of effort on our side, a bit of action on our side. It's when I stop working for a day. A Sabbath is not the same as taking a day off. And, and I think it's important for us to, to grasp that because a day off is quite often filled with all kinds of other work that you don't get to do on any other normal day of the week. It's, it's all the work that you don't get paid for. You know what I'm talking about. Mowing the lawn, cleaning the garage, paying the bills, folding the washing, running errands. That's stuff we do on a day off. But the goal with Sabbath is to stop all work. Then to do what we can to stop thinking about all work. And then to stop worrying about the work. And then to stop wanting. To stop wanting to buy the, 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 the latest and the greatest or selling this so that we can buy that or gain that. No, we, 
We shut down the things that drive our inner discontent. We take stock of what we have and we practice gratitude. In stopping for a full day each week, we fight against the rushing of our souls and the rushing of society around us. It was the author, Alan Fadling, who said this. He said, The Sabbath is our antidote for our hurried, harried pace of life. And it gives us the unhurried, one in seven rhythm woven into the fabric of creation. That seventh day is a space for us to enter into a much needed recovery or perhaps go through the inevitable withdrawal of the hurry and busyness that plagues so many of our lives, our families and our organizations. On the Sabbath, hurry <laughs> becomes a vice, not a virtue as it's so often seen as a virtue in our society today. The next way in which we can translate this word Shabbat is rest. Rest. When Shabbat is used as a verb, it is normally translated to as rest. Like in Genesis 2, when, when it says that God rested on the seventh day. God rested on the seventh day. And when it's talking about rest in the form of Shabbat, in the form of the Sabbath, it's not a superficial rest. No, it's this soul level, holistic kind of rest. It's physical rest, definitely. But it's also a mental rest where I allow my mind to slow down and calm down. It's an emotional rest. It's a, it's a day to just camp out in joy and allow that joy to revitalize my emotions. It's a spiritual rest. When I say spiritual rest, Ramon, do you mean that I shouldn't pray? Should I rest from spiritual things? No, definitely pray. Definitely pray. But don't pray for anything. Don't make your prayers a heavy moment. Just talk to God as if you were talking to a friend and just enjoying their company. On that day, just get to know him. Get to know his character. The next way in which we can translate this word Shabbat is delight. Delight. And it's a kind of rest that is like a feast or a celebration or a holiday. It's so easy for, for you and for me to look at the Sabbath in a negative way. Like we're saying no to work or no to worry or no to want, as we've already mentioned. <laughs> we see it as a focus on what we don't do. That's more often than not what we do when we look at Sabbath. But in reality, 
It's more positive than anything else. It's about creating space to be able to say yes to delight. After all, as we read in in the text in Genesis 2 verse 3, it tells us that God blessed the Sabbath. He blessed the Sabbath. That Hebrew word for blessed is the word barak. And that word can be translated as happy or celebration. So if you reread that verse, it's like God made happy the Sabbath. So good question to help you work out what your Sabbath should look like is maybe something like this. What would give me deep soul level joy? What would give me deep soul level joy? In other words, what would you eat? (laughs) What would you do? Who would you be with? Get practical. Think about these things. What would give you that soul level joy? In short, how can I pamper my soul? How can I pamper my soul? It's like taking your soul to a day spa. How can I pamper my soul? How can I fill it with beauty and with goodness and with truth? The entire week, guys and ladies, is filled with negativity pumping through on every news feed that you have. Sabbath. Sabbath is a way to retrain our minds and our imaginations to delight in how good our lives actually are with God. It was John Mark Comer speaking into his own Sabbath and what it looks like who said it this way. As I spent the day reflecting on the character of God, I'm overwhelmed by his love for me. As I feast on his goodness in all its beautiful forms, I realize more profoundly that I'm a special part of his creation and designed essentially for his purposes. And as I consider what he says, I I think of the Apostle Paul as he writes to the church in Ephesus, where he says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Now, I understand, folks, for some of us, joy doesn't come naturally. We may not necessarily be half glass full kind of folks, naturally. But but I love what Richard Foster said when he spoke into joy and called joy a conscious, chosen way of thinking and loving. See, it's a conscious choice, joy is, sometimes for you and for me, more often than not. 
And Sabbath, Sabbath is a way to cultivate that joy in our lives. And then the fourth way that we can translate this word Shabbat is worship. Worship. The Sabbath is not just blessed in Genesis, it's also made holy. And the Hebrew word that's used there for, for, for holy, it means to, to be set apart for or dedicated to God. You see, it's a holy day, not just a holiday. This is one of the reasons that, that most people choose to make this day, this Sabbath, a Sunday. For myself and my family, that doesn't make a lot of sense because we're working on a Sunday. But most folks do it on a, on a Sunday because ultimately the Sabbath is a day of rest and worship. It's a day of rest and worship. It is a day that I set apart to rest and worship. And on the Sabbath, what do we do? We stop, we rest, we delight, and we worship. And as I've been talking through this, you may be watching and you may be thinking to yourself, Roman, this is like a utopian dream, but in my life, absolutely not a reality. It's, it's like as you're talking, you're talking about another world. It's like you're talking about another life compared to mine. And guys and ladies, <laughs> that's because it is. It is another life. It's, it's, it's like a portal to heaven right here on earth. On the Sabbath, we enter the life of the kingdom right here. And if this sounds unrealistic to you, I get it. You, you may be in a place where you're saying, how could I possibly set an entire day aside I'd like to leave you with just two thoughts. The first thing is, whatever you do, please don't get legalistic around this. If this conversation leads you to want to go back and like just camp out and live in Jewish scripture and go back to the Jewish way of doing things, I really want to cautious you, caution you against going in that direction. Rather go and spend some time in the life of Jesus and especially his death, burial and resurrection and gain his heart for where he leaves you today. The second thing I want to say to you is, again, just as we said last week, for now, when it comes to Sabbath, just start where you're at. Just start where you're at. Not where you think you should be, but where you realistically are right now. Maybe for now, your next step or your first step in Sabbath is just to get the family up on a Sunday morning and get them to church. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Maybe that's your next step. And as you get into that rhythm, maybe then your next step becomes 
to try and build up to a relaxed lunch where everyone puts their phones away after church, you get around the table, you share a good meal, and you just spend time together visiting. Before you know it, you've wiped your eyes out and you've got half a day in of Sabbath. Well done. I believe it's so important for us to remember that the practices of Jesus that we're speaking through are a call not to do more, but to do less. It's a way of simplifying and slowing down to a rhythm of Jesus and His heart for your life and for my life. And guys and ladies, if you do this, if you make space to rest in Jesus, you will find Him there. And you will find as he put it, rest for your soul. Let me pray for you. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that as we've just spoken through this practice of, of Sabbath, Lord, Lord, that this isn't to condemn anyone, that this isn't to enslave anyone into anything, but Lord, that as we start to, to take steps or start to put into practice this discipline of Sabbath, Lord. That within it, we actually find freedom for our hearts. That we find rest for our souls. That we start to gain your heartbeat for every beat of our hearts, Lord. That we start to find direction that can only be found in you. Lord, that we start to be grateful and discover and rediscover gratitude in you. So, Lord, I thank you that as folks are considering this issue of Sabbath, Lord, this discipline of Sabbath, just taking that day to rest and worship, that you will come and meet them exactly where they are at. And that as you so often promised, that we will find you when we search for you with all our hearts, especially in this place of rest. We love you, Lord. These lives are yours. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you for listening in to the Life Central podcast today. If you would like to get connected or get involved, follow us on social media or visit our website, lifecentral.org.za. We hope you join us here again next week.